Season 11, Episode 7, The Great Flood Artifact Analysis. In last night's episode, The Great Flood, blacksmith Carmen Leger visits the interpretive center to give his opinion on a couple of recent finds from Lot 5. First, Carmen examined the rosehead spike nail that was found at the circular depression area and excavation site. Carmen stated that he believes it is a handmade spike that was used to hold down decking on a ship. He called it a scupper nail. He said it was as early as the 16th century. Carmen explained that these nails would be repurposed and used on other ships. Carmen then examined the other artifact that was found at the same location on Lot 5. This piece was thought to be a handle to a tool. Carmen stated that he believes it is a handle to a ladle. This ladle could have been for domestic use, but it could have also been for shipbuilding. It would have been used to pour pine tar in the making of ships. Carmen believes that these artifacts are related to the shipbuilding industry. Emma Culligan mentioned that the spike nail had chlorine in its composition, and Craig Tester said that was from salt water. This chemical analysis also suggests shipbuilding or ship repair activity. The scene shifted to the Lot 5 excavation area, where Jack Begley and the other archaeologists were working at the Circular Depression area. Archaeologist Helen Sheldon remarked that they have been finding pipe stems in the excavation, which would indicate multiple people at the site. She also said that there has been a lack of nails that have been found which may suggest that the site was home to a log cabin. Coincidentally, Jack discovers another rosehead spike nail while sifting. Archaeologist Jamie Cooper then discovers what they believe is a strap hinge. These, along with some of the other artifacts discovered at the site, suggest shipbuilding activity. As Carmen Legg mentioned, these spikes nails were reused several times, so that could explain why a large number haven't been concentrated in one area at the worksite. How could shipbuilding activity have happened on Lot 5? We don't have to look any farther than the first lot owner of Lot 5, Timothy Lynch, to get a clearer picture. Timothy Lynch was born in 1735 in Ireland, and emigrated to Halifax, Nova Scotia. He married Bridget Bulkley on September 29, 1761 in Halifax. Bridget died March 1, 1763, after a little over a year of marriage. Lynch remarried Mary Steele on February 1, 1764 in Falmouth, Nova Scotia. Steele's family was from Jersey and came to Massachusetts initially then to Halifax with the New England planters. Lynch moved to Falmouth from Halifax and took Mary with him and were married there. It is noted that Mary's father, Joseph, purchased land in Falmouth after their marriage. The couple had nine children, all born in Chester, Nova Scotia. Mary Lynch, born 1768 to 1809. Edward Lynch, born 1770 to 1824. Sarah Lynch, born 1773 to 1774. John Lynch, born 1775 to 1807. Daniel Lynch, born 1777 to 1811. Sarah Lynch, born 1779. Susanna Lynch, born 1781 to 1825. James Lynch, born 1786. And Catherine Lynch, born 1788. The Lynch family moved from Falmouth to Chester, Nova Scotia, around 1765. Timothy Lynch drew for Lot 5 and then purchased Lot 19 on Oak Island from Edward Smith for £5 sterling on March 8, 1768. Both men lived in Chester. Caspar Vollenhaupt of Lunenburg owned the neighbouring Lot 18, site of the Money Pit. It has been suggested that Vollenhaupt had a shipbuilding operation going on at Oak Island, but there's never been any evidence to corroborate this claim. 
it appears that may be changing. Timothy Lynch is listed as a ship's carpenter at the age of 56 on the 1791 poll tax for Chester, and his son Edward was listed as a ship's master at the age of 21. In some records, Lynch is also listed as a blacksmith. Lynch owned Lot 5 for an unspecified period of time, then sold both Lot 5 and Lot 19 to Robert Melvin that was recorded in 1784. It should be noted that Lynch also owned many properties and incurred a lot of debt. He was taken to court many times over unpaid debt and defaulted on many mortgages. He was dealing with many of the other Oak Island lot owners, but also with others from Halifax and Lunenburg. Timothy Lynch died March 28, 1796 in Chester. Interestingly, Captain James Anderson also died in 1796 in Jamaica in what appears to have been smuggling, privateering activity. Lynch's son, Daniel, married Anderson's daughter, Eunice. What exactly was Lynch up to? This is developing research and compendium investigations will update you on our ongoing investigation into Timothy Lynch. It appears he was involved in some enterprise that involved Oak Island. Compendium Investigations suspects that it is related to smuggling and will share our findings with you soon. Please visit http semicolon slash slash www.theoakislandcompendium.com for the entire article and more information. Good day from the Compendium. Daniel Spino and Charlotte Wheatley with John Stemmer and the Quest family. Wish you all a great celebration with your family next week and a fantastic new year in 2024. Thank you for your support.